Hello there and welcome to the Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. I'm your host, Vidas Pinkavichus. Welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast number 132. Today is Sunday, February the 4th, 2018. And today's guest is an Italian organist, Walter Gatti. Currently, he teaches organ, organ composition and harpsichord at Civico Istituto Musicale Arcangelo Corelli in Pinerolo, organ musical theory at Scuola Intercomunale della Valpelice in Lucerna, San Giovanni. Additionally, Walter is a teacher of organ choir direction and choral composition at Scuola Diocesana di Musica Sacra in Pinerolo. Also, he's the organist and the person in charge for music at the Valdesian Temple of Torino, dealing with the direction of the Valdesian Choir and of organ concerts. Since 2010, Walter is the director of Academia Organistica Pinerolese. In this conversation, Walter shares his ideas about his organ practice. You will learn about how he first fell in love with the organ, about what he is struggling with, what is his, his process of learning a new organ piece, and of course, advice that he could give to organ students when they are practicing new organ pieces. I hope this conversation will be inspiring. Let's go to the show. Thank you so much for joining in this conversation, Walter. It will be delightful to hear your insights and inspiration for many organists around the world. Hello, dear listeners. Hello, Vidas. And many thanks for the invitation to your podcast. Let's start our conversation with a question from your early days, probably. Do you remember the story when somebody introduced you the pipe organ to you? Could you share with us how you first fell in love with the organ? Well... I was four, and sometimes, with my grandmother, we would go to the church in the afternoon. On that occasion, when we were halfway up the church, the organ began to play. I was amazed. What a beautiful sensation. What a beautiful vibration. What fascinated you about the organ at the beginning? What hit me the most were the basses and the roundness of the sound. Maybe the organist used flutes and string stops in combination. The feeling of that moment is still clear, even 52 years later. Then I decided that the organ would be my instrument. What was your first organ piece that you played and what was the most difficult thing about it? From when I was 12, I played in church services. The first composer I loved was Domenico Zipoli with his versets and canzonas. Then Frescobaldi. It was not so difficult, because I had played Bach's French suites and two and three part inventions. The most tricky thing for me was to have a good polyphony and to avoid mistakes in every single voice's trail in terms of allure duration and rest duration. What are your most important mentors? How did you meet them and what have you learned from them? My musical studies were rather curious and irregular. I was born in Turin, but when I was 11, my parents moved up to a town called Pinerolo. 
Well, after the move, we lived in a relatively small town and my first musical studies were of popular and sacred music with different teachers until a priest brought me up to a relative good level. After I went to Turin to study at the Conservatory of Music, but I had some problems there because I came from a simple family and did not have a lot of extra money. My father was a baker and my mother worked with him. They were at work very early in the morning and, of course, they couldn't come to my concerts and follow my musical life. We were excluded from high society families and, at that time, this was a little bit discriminating. In any case, I completed my studies and degrees in organ, harpsichord, choir conducting and composition. Apart from Francesca Lanfranco for the harpsichord, I did not have particularly brilliant teachers, except in the master classes, which lasted a few days with people like Liuve Taminga, Christopher Kent, Reinhard Diaut, and uh, René Saujan. But of course, I have listened during all my life to the great organ players, starting with Helmut Valka, Karl Richter, Michel Chapuis, Fernando Germani, André Isoire, Marie-Claire Alain, Jean Guillou, and later Tom Kopman, Simon Preston, Peter Arford, Olivier Latry, and many others. I also often listen to the young generation, and I always pay close attention to how other organists play. Many things convince me, but others don't. I'm always open to different ideas, but I definitely have my own way of playing. What advice would you give to a student who is trying to get better at playing the organ? An infinite passion and motivation. Only in that way can a young student overcome the difficulties of what can be a long and sometimes frustrating task. A great sense of duty. Study slowly and slowly and repeat, repeat. Paying attention to every detail and never give up when difficulties arise. Extracting music from the rocks, shaping music from the silence. For me this is the best way to enjoy yourself. Working hard to make beauty live. What is a bad organ playing advice you heard recently? I don't like to speak about the weaknesses of others' organists. We all have good days and bad days. Every one of us may have problems before the concerts, like being sick, not having enough time to prepare the concert, problems with different pedal boards, or having a, a false perception of how the stops combination sounds from the organ loft and so on. Of course, strictly speaking, these observations are for professional people. Let me say, I don't like those organists who play too many grace notes, those organists who play too fast, and generally those who put themselves before the music. But I have never written and will never write offensive words about my colleagues, as you unfortunately can see on forums, like Facebook groups and so on, where the comments of colleagues can be nasty. Everyone is different, 
with different feelings about the music. Simply, if I don't like a performer, I don't follow him. Maybe the worst piece of news I've read recently is the use of a digital organ in St. Peter's Church in Rome during a Mass. That is really awful, and it is the worst thing you can do in a country like Italy, where many important and historical organs are in poor condition and the clergy don't care about them at all. What helps you find motivation to sit down on the organ bench and why? As I said before, my main passion is to work hard for the beauty of the music and to share this beauty with other people. I have a lot of music at home that has been waiting to be played for years because I'm curious and I am eager to play new things. I believe that is my best motivation to sit and play. Of course, it is also my job and I must play the scheduled programs. But very often I take a little time to keep up my sight reading by playing every sort of organ music, from the ancient to the contemporary. What is your process of learning a new organ piece? Due to my gold sight reading, normally when I play music from Renaissance to Baroque, I read the composition two or three times in order to have the whole musical sense. I mentally mark the most difficult bars. Then I start to work at a very slow tempo all the voices. Only when some passages are really complicated, I reduce the voice to pedal only, pedal and right hand, pedal and left hand, or I work with one hand alone. With modern music, uh, given its complexities, chords, tempos, and so on, it is better to work from the beginning at one thing at a time. If you could go back in time when you first started playing the organ, would you do something different? And why? If I could go back in time, I would have regular studies with good masters, as happens to many organists, in order to have the best advice and training, and the chance to do master classes or further studies in the best academies like those in Basel, Vienna, Amsterdam and so on. I would also have liked not to have to do other jobs to pay for my studies. Why do you still continue practicing the organ? Because, uh, as I said before, I am in love with my instrument and with the beautiful music written for it. For myself, having time to stay in contemplation in my studio or in the reverberate ambience of a church for the others to share the magnificence of the organ and with my students for see the happiness on their faces when they reach their goals. What are you struggling with in organ playing right now? Actually, I wish uh, I had more time to study because I am involved in the execution of the whole organ works by Johann Sebastian Bach and I must prepare a new concert every two months. I never played all the pieces by Bach previously, so 17% of these works are new and consequently I play the concerts with the help of my sight reading, but with the feeling I haven't have not practiced enough. What are you currently working on? As I said before, from September 2016 to June 2018, I am focused on the complete organ works by Bach. 
There are 18 concerts that I'm playing in my church, the Waldensian Church of Turin. After I will have a recording of works of new compositions for organ by Marjan Mozetic, Carlotta Ferrari, Victor Kulafides, Jolt Gardoni, and Jonathan Östlund, and a performance on the harpsichord of the Voltemperir Klavier by Jan Sebastian Bach. What are some books that change your life? The two books by Jon Lauquick about historical performance practice in organ playing, the booklets inside the complete organ works of Dietrich Buxtehude by Harald Vogel, the art of organ building by Otsley, and some good Italian books about improvisation and the art of organ stops registration. If you could have a billboard by the road, what would you write and why? I would write that the most important things is to develop the inner sense of beauty in children, promote the arts, all the arts, like painting, dancing, music, because in every one of us uh, there's a world of beautiful things and uh, it is the duty of adults to do all in their power to liberate young people's artistic side and uh, educate them to share this world with others and to do our best to preserve the treasures that our ancestors have left for us. I believe this is very important for Italy, a country with a great history where it seems that the many people don't care about the hearts. How can our listeners connect with you online? Everyone can connect with me on my Facebook page or my website. If someone wishes to listen to me, he can do it on my YouTube channel Ignis et Iris. Very important to know, you cannot find videos about me playing, only organ photos. I do not like to show myself, because for me the music is important and only the music. Just close your eyes and only listen. For many centuries, organists were hidden in the organ loft and their presence was the music only. Definitively, I believe that the organ and its music are a way to forget your ego, and particularly the music of Bach does this for me. Thank you, Walter, for your time and generosity of sharing your ideas with the organ world, and I wish you best of luck in... Uh, your upcoming musical adventures. Thanks, Vidas, for this interview. My very best regards to you and to all the listeners. If you liked this conversation, I encourage you to visit my blog Secrets of Organ Playing at organduo.lt where you will find lots of insights, practical advice and training for every area of organ playing. You can subscribe to this blog for free to get your daily dose of inspiration and to be the first to know when any of my future podcasts roll out. I hope to help you reach your dreams in organ playing. I'm Vidas Pinkavichus. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you online really soon.